I am thankful. I am thankful for my family and my friends. Most of all, I'm thankful for life, health, and strength. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I have so many things to be thankful for, but the main thing that I have to be thankful for is that God sent His only begotten Son to pay my sin debt. Because as Ephesians 2 says, I was dead in my trespasses and sins, but God made me alive in Jesus Christ. And I thank Him for it. I thank God for the church family that I have, for my pastor, Raymond Gordon of St. Matthew's Baptist Church in Williamstown, New Jersey, who preaches and teaches the truth. And I am just so thankful, so thankful to be saved and to uh, be a part of the body of Jesus Christ.
thanksgiving. Praise the name of Jesus. We thank our Christ and we thank him. And the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We praise the name of Jesus. We thank him for his faithfulness to our families, his faithfulness Amen to our, our living, getting us up every morning and watching over us and letting no hurt, harm, or danger come our way. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Amen. Now, on this Thanksgiving, as we celebrate Thanksgiving, and God ought to be the one we ought to be thanking. Amen. It's good to thank your husband, your wife, your parents, your siblings, but it's God who bought us from a mighty long way. It's the Lord who brings us through situations, amen, that would ordinarily hurt us and harm us, but God is a good God. We're in Psalm 107, one of my favorites, and I call this the trilogy of Thanksgiving because Psalm 105, 106, and 107 pretty much have identical beginnings. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good, intrinsically good. And we see this repetition of praise all through the psalm. All through the psalm we'll see a repetition of praise. Where the psalmist is saying, oh, let us, hallelujah, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good, now listen to this, for his mercy endureth forever. So we're thanking the Lord for his goodness his mercy and his grace. And in this great psalm, Psalm 107, we, we, we see a call to praise. We see a cause for problems. We see consequences of our obedience or disobedience. And of course, we see, amen, uh, uh, the psalmist asking us, amen, to give God commendation for his goodness that when we look at this psalm the psalm is very very strangely uh, constructed and I'm going to show you what I mean uh, momentarily in Psalm 107 he says and he begins by saying oh give thanks hallelujah unto the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Look at a repetition of praise. Whatever you think, wherever you are, wherever you've been, wherever you're going, the Lord is good. The Lord is good and his mercy, hallelujah, endureth forever. And then he says, let the redeemed those that have been saved, those that have been blood washed, blood bought, bought off the marketplace of sin, let the redeem of the Lord say so. In other words, you need to be a witness. You, you need to be a witness whom he hath, listen, whom he hath, right there in verse 2, redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Now, let's stop, pause, and park because we need not forget where we were redeemed from. We were redeemed from hell, deemed from Satan, deemed from the hand of the enemy, even of man. And, and the psalmist, amen, 
begins this repetition, not only a praise, but he begins a recollection and a reminder of our problems. Why God allow things to take place in our lives? Lord, have mercy. And then he closes in each section, amen, with a refrain. The refrain is cyclical. Don't, it's cyclical. Don't miss this. What a powerful song. So the first thing that the, that, that the psalmist says, amen, oh, give thanks. This is the repetition of praise unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the Redeemer of the Lord say so. And then he deals with the fact that God, amen, has not, now listen to this, God has pulled us out of wandering. When we wandered away from God, verses 4 to 7, hanging there with pastor. When we wandered away from God, they wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their souls fainted in them. And then they cried unto the Lord, and in their trouble, he delivered them out of their distresses. Sheep stray. We have wandered. God says, every time you have wandered, and you got out there on your own, and you got hungry, you got thirsty, you got lonely, you were in solitude, amen. Uh, when you cried, I showed up. You wonder, we wander out of fellowship, we wander out of holiness, we wander, amen, having our own uh, distinct plan for our lives. And, and so the first thing that God deals with is the believers wandering. Don't say you haven't wandered. Thought, word, deed, motive, and attitude, we have Wandered. We've got off course. We did our own thing, went our own way, felt our own feelings. And God is saying, Hallelujah, uh, I came and gathered you, captured you, comforted you when you wandered. Lord, have mercy. I know over the period of my salvation, I've wandered a lot of times. And God, every time God shows up to pull me back from this wandering. He, he moves from the wandering of verses 4 to 7, amen, to the evil works, Lord have mercy, of 8 to 15. Now, 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 when you look at verse 8, oh, that men, here's the refrain, he does a repetition he does the reason for the difficulty, and he does the refrain. Oh, that men, verse 8, would praise the Lord and thank him for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. He moves from wandering to our evil works. Look what he says in verse 9. For he, amen, satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness such as sit in the darkness and in the shadow of death 
being found in affliction and in irons because they rebelled against the words of God and condemned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore, he brought down their hearts with labor. Lord, have mercy. Not only the call of praise, the cause of our problems, but God's consequences of our decisions. They fell down and they were none to help. Then they cried unto the Lord and the Lord, Lord have mercy, I'm in verse 13, amen, the Lord moved their trouble and saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of, he brought me out of darkness and the shadow of death. Now, let me, let me tell you why this psalm is so instrumental. Many times we have no idea of the degree of deliverance that Jesus has delivered us from. We, we just have these little surface fundamental thinking, well, yeah, I'm not going to hell. No, it's more than hell. It's more than hell. It's, it's, it's your decisions. It's your discomforts. It's, it's a, a, amen, it's your rebellion which is like witchcraft. God, God says, no, 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 not only did I uh, save you from your wandering and save you from your works, but 16 to 22, I also saved you from your wounds. Boy, don't we have wounds, historical wounds, psychological wounds. Amen. Uh, uh, and, 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 and when you look at, uh, hanging in with me, verse 16, it says, Oh, that man, here's the refrain, would praise the Lord. The least you can do is praise him, even for the things you don't understand, for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he hath broken the gates of brass, verse 16. He's cut the bars of iron asunder, no, 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 let me, let me, let me slow up. We, we were in shackles from the world. God says, you're wandering, your works, and now your wounds. You were so wounded, you didn't know how good I was. You, you were so wounded, you didn't know what I did for you, what I'm doing for you and your children, grandchildren, your marriage. You, you, you don't understand how I stepped in to confusion and bought comfort. You have no idea because you, you don't have the wisdom, the innate thinking of God. Our wounds. I can tell you, I'm wounded. And Jesus was wounded. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with, hallelujah, his stripes, we are healed, spiritually healed. 
But his wounds are not like my wounds. My wounds are internal. My wounds are fleshly. My wounds are sinful. His wounds was physical. Ah. We are wounded. And in our wounds, Lord have mercy. 16 to 22, he gives us a picture of how wounded we were. Look at verse 18. Their soul abhorred all manner of meat and, listen, they draw near unto the gates of death. Just to show you that we're not really sensitized to what the Lord has done in our lives, we, we were magnetized to sin in hell. He broke the power ah, in our lives. Mm, wounded. Then they cried, verse 19, unto the Lord in their trouble. See, see trouble will make you cry. Trouble will send you home. Trouble will make you repent. Trouble will get you humble. Trouble will cause you to seek his face. They cried in their trouble, and he saved them out of, uh-oh, their distresses. Here's how he did it. Hallelujah. Don't miss this. He sent his word. Ah. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Every time I get in trouble, every time I mess up, every time I want to throw the towel in, you know the story, you know the routine. God sends a word. Ah, It's a special word. It's a fitted word that fits me where I am. It could be a word of encouragement. It could be a word of rebuke. It could be a word of love. It could be a word of counsel. God sends his word to minister to all my wounds. That word could be, I love you. That word could be, be still and know that I'm God. That word could be, thank me in everything. Because you don't see the whole picture. But they that wait upon the Lord, he shall Hallelujah, renew their strength. He'll mount them up with wings like eagles. Isaiah 40, they'll run and not get weary. they walk and not faint and be not, Galatians 5, weary in well-doing for in due season. You will reap if you faint not. Thank you, Jesus. That, that is, he deals with our wandering. He deals with our works. He deals with our wounds. And then he deals with God's wonders. Verses 23 to 42. I, 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 amen. I, I, I just want you to see this. Uh, that when you look at verse 23, it says, uh, They that go down to the sea in ships that do business in the great waters, these see the works of the Lord, the wonders of the Lord, look, look, and his wonders in the deep. God has performed some wonders in our lives. If we do a rerun, if we go back, 
Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will identify the wonders he has done in spite of you, in spite of me, in spite of our prayerlessness, in spite of going to church, in spite of reading our word. Come on. Hallelujah. In spite of praising his name, God has done wonders. How do you think you got up this morning? Mm. How do you think that you are blessed above the rest? There's wonders that God has performed in your life and in mine. And we recall these wonders. We recall God's workings. Amen. Uh, and listen, there, there's a repetition of praise. Yeah. There's a reminder of our problems. Those are the things I'm identifying and enumerating. But then there is, hallelujah, uh, amen. Us coming to the point where we make redundant who he is. He's God all by himself. And this redundancy is what the psalmist is building on this Thanksgiving morning. Stop pausing part. Whether you have a turkey or not, whether you have family over or not, whether you are happy or not, whether you feel contented or not, pull back. And consider your whole life. And get caught up in the repetition of his praise. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you don't do anything else, you need to praise him. Yeah, he, he moves from God's wonders into our wilderness. Look at verse 33. Hang in there with me now. I'm trying to set this thing straight with you. Amen. In verse 33, he says, he turneth rivers into a wilderness and the water springs into dry ground. Amen. Uh, a fruitful Land uh, into barrenness for the wickedness of amen, them that dwell therein. So, what the psalmist is saying is, we have our individual wildernesses that we have gone through and gone to in the time of trouble. Your wilderness could be a habit, your wilderness could be an addiction. Your wilderness could be a hindrance. Your wilderness could be, amen, a, a, a fleshly appointment. I, a, amen. Your, your wilderness and my wilderness, they differ. But God pulled us out of our wilderness. Uh, every time it looks like I'm going down, he pulls me back up. Every time, thank you, Jesus, it looks like I'm fed up. Eh, I can't stand no more. I can't live any longer. I don't have joy in my soul. Uh, every time it looks like the hellhounds are on my trail, the Lord sends a word. 
into my soul. The Lord sends strength in my struggle. Do I have a witness? That's why we thank him. We thank him because he's faithful. We thank him because he's good. We thank him because he's all wise. We thank him because he's awesome. We thank him because he is my shepherd. He's my high tower. He he is, he is, he is my refuge and my strength. He is my present help in a time of trouble. He's my big brother. Can I get a witness? He defends me. He delivers me. He delights me. He's worthy. your praise your children would have been dead if the Lord wasn't looking over them your marriage would have dissolved if the Lord wasn't looking over it your mind would have won Hayward if the Lord wasn't looking over it thank you Jesus thank you for your goodness thank you for your mercy Thank you for your grace. You've been mighty good to me. You've been better to me than I am to myself. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. Oh, that men would lift him up. Oh, that men would take their eyes off their self-pity. Oh, that men would take their eyes off of what they don't have. And thank God for what they do have. Oh, that men would look to the hills from whence cometh their help. Their help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I'm a witness. He's worthy to be praised. I said, Jesus is worthy. He's worthy this morning. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God concerning Christ Jesus, concerning you. But finally... In the last verse, he deals with wisdom. Don't miss this. Whoso is wise. Ah, and with observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Here's what the psalm writer is saying. It takes wisdom from God to understand that you and I have wandered to understand hallelujah that our works at times were evil to understand our wounds have have uh, uh, come upon us and knocked us down understand that his wonders has prevented us from our own personal wildernesses and his wisdom opens up our eyes. On this Thanksgiving morning, thank him for who he is. He's king of kings. He's lord of lords. Thank him for what he's already done. He's forgiven my sins through the covenant of grace, through the shed blood of Christ. I was on my way to hell, but God, who is rich in mercy... Ah, redeem me from my own sins and from Satan and from this evil world. Can I get a witness? I dare you to praise him. 
on this Thanksgiving. Say, thank you, Jesus, because he is worthy to be praised. Thank you when I wandered, when my works were evil, when my wounds stood up. Lord God, thank you, hallelujah, for your wonders in my wilderness, for your wisdom. Thank you. And look at the refrain. <laughs> the refrain comes back. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Thank you, Jesus. This is a historical song of the history of Israel. And every time they got in trouble, the Lord pulled them out. Every time! They defied who he was. He delivered them. Every time they went down into darkness, he brought them up into light. Give thanks this morning. Thank Jesus for who he is. He's king of kings and lord of lords, potentate of paradise. And if you're not saved, ask him to save you. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose again the third day with all power in his hands. And I want you to enjoy your thanksgiving with thanksgiving in your heart. He is worthy to be praised. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is He's good when you don't feel good. He's good when you can't spell good. He's good when you can't imagine good. And his mercy endures. Let the redeemed, if nobody else praises him, let the redeemed, those that are saved of the Lord, say so. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family. In Jesus' name, amen.